Hi there, I'm Daryl O'Donnell. Welcome to another episode of Technology Knobs. Today we're going to be covering off a topic that is mostly aimed at the technology teams that support the first responders, the emergency managers, and the military teams that are trying to get the technology deployed in ops. That being said, it's a really important thing for the senior leadership, the operators, those first responders, emergency managers, and military to listen in, to get an idea of the lingo that basically these project teams have to go through, get an idea of what it is I'm trying to get across to them so they can help better serve you. Um, that being said, let's move on. So in today's episode, we're going to cover off uh, discussing the two key types of people we need to have on a team. In order to succeed on a technology project, really, a lot of people think it's all about the technology, it's all about the project management, it's all about the major vendor or consultant effort. Reality is that those are definitely important, but there are two key people you have to have on a project that if you don't, you're going to fail. Those two key people, cover them really quickly here, we'll go into depth in a bit, are really the senior leader, the, uh, the person who is in charge. I like to deal typically with a deputy chief level. Chief's a little too senior. They're getting too involved on a day-to-day -day basis with just running their organization and getting their time is going to be tough. A deputy chief is senior enough to get things done. The other person is the operator, somebody who is senior enough to be out in the field, have an idea of what it is that happens in the field, having managed a few either major items, done day-to-day -day work, managed a bunch of people, that kind of thing. So those are the two people we need. We'll get into a little bit of detail in just a sec. So this is senior leader and the operator. Without those two, your technology project is probably in trouble, especially if you're trying to deploy into operations, which is what technology ops is all about. So I want to cover off a couple little myths that I bump into all the time um, before I get into the, what it is that you use a senior leader and operator for. You'll hear discussions that uh, people indicate you need to do a study. You need to generate a report. Um, and you'll have consulting firms that are willing to do this. And, well, there's value to them. But frankly, if you're looking for reports, you're probably listening to the wrong show because Technology Knobs is not about writing a report. It's not about putting something into a document and putting it on the shelf. It's about taking technology and pushing it out to the field. So if you're looking for the requirements matrix, if you're looking for um, a total matrix study, that kind of thing, really you've gotten deep into the consulting world. Those are important assets and they probably will be used by your technical team. And by this technical team that's supporting the senior leader and operators. But what you're about is something different. You're about how do you take the technology and move it forward. So as I mentioned, the reality is you really only have two key people that you have to have on a, and on a small project. Those two key people, the two roles, could be fulfilled by one person. It's better to have it separated, but if you have someone who gets it, they can probably fulfill both roles. Those key roles, again, are the senior leader and the operator. Now, the senior leaders I mentioned earlier, I like to deal with the deputy chief level, someone who's senior enough to uh, understand the politics, the policy, the governance issues that come to running an organization, to having field technology and being operational. Those are absolutely critical, but they're not so far up into the, into the echelons of leadership that they're taken, their time is taken away completely. Again, deputy chief, assistant deputy chief, and whatever your organization is, you get the idea of where that person is. The other person is the, the operator, someone, again, who's been out in the field, been out in the mud. They've managed some major crises using technology. They've gotten the job done. They've also maintained those teams, and they keep them going. So one of the questions you probably have is, what is it that these people do on the project? They're, I'll warn you right now, as a project team, if you're looking at from a tech perspective, these are not your day-to-day -day resources. You don't want to use a senior leader and operator on a day-to-day -day basis because you're going, to get, you're going to bore the heck out of them. And by way of how they operate, the way of how they get their job done, 
you will lose them. And we'll cover off what that means uh, in a little bit. But when you look at the senior leader, their role in the team really is to run interference, to protect the project. A senior leader knows how to take priorities. They'll have one to five, one to three priorities that they, that they are constantly chasing. And assuming that the tech project is one of those, they'll give it the resources it needs. They'll protect it from interference from outside, either taking of resources, making sure that key personnel who are needed for a short period of time are there. They'll use their, their political clout. They'll use their relationships to make sure you have what you need on a technical basis and that they're there, they're present and engaged. Another key thing that the senior leader brings is they let you know the perspective of their world. A technology project doesn't usually hit too high up into the, into the senior leadership ranks on a policy governance basis, but when it does, you must know it. And a senior leader who's involved in a project will let you know when there's something that impinges upon their territory and what it is that you can do to support it on a technical team basis and what it is that they can do to protect the project or to make the changes that are needed at a policy. Um, a governance or even just a senior leadership decision level. Speaking of decisions, senior leaders, as well as the operators we'll speak to in a second, they're also there to make decisions. Now, you have to make sure you've informed them of all of the details that they need to know about the project and about the policy, the governance, and, and uh, other issues that will impact their life. But that's what senior leaders do. They get the facts, they synthesize things, and they make decisions. So make sure you're ready for, to, to help them make their decisions. You've presented all the information that they're going to need. You don't fill them up with information they don't need. Again, they also provide that governance advice, the policy advice, and overall protection of the project. That's a pretty key role for them to play. Now we'll switch over to the operators, give you an idea of what it is that the operators do. They provide, first off, is really a subject matter expertise. The, they've got the experience in the field. They know how things happen. They also, hopefully, this is an, if you have an operator who can be somewhat tech savvy, not too deep tech savvy, but if you can have somebody who's aware of what a small change in the field would make, um, that's huge for a project. They're able to take a look and say, well, this is how we do things on a day-to-day -day basis, and hey, with this technology change, I might be able to tweak this a little bit, and or I might be able to remove a step which would speed things up. That's the kind of input you're looking for from them. Additionally, you're looking for more decisions from them as well. When it comes to, you know, what features are you working on? What are the two or three? Because any good technology and ops project really has only two or three, maybe four, five at tops items that really are making a huge change. They can help you take a good idea with a small adjustment from the operational perspective and turn it into an outstanding idea. Those are the ones you want to chase. But you need to make sure you don't overwhelm them with detail. So the operator acts as that decision barrier, that idea generation point, so that you can push technology ideas, but you have to frame it in the, in the world of operations and an operational story. Painting a story of how things may happen in the field is far better than handing them um, a UML diagram. And by the way, if you ever hand a, uh, someone who's got a gun a UML diagram, you better be running because they may shoot you because they don't, it's not even their world. It's far too abstract. It's far too intellectual. It's an important piece, potentially, depending on your project, but it is not part of their world. Their world is about operational stories. It is about operational decisions, and that's what they're there for, to really to help you out with. As a gut check, when you're working with an operator, if you can't make them understand the story, the, the change you're trying to make, you've got a problem. It usually means that you've gone too deep into the tech side, 
and you've forgotten or missed the point of the operator's perspective. Now, that's a harsh statement, but it's really easy to do. So keep that in mind is that when you see an operator starting to disengage, whether they're um, starting to check their email, same goes for senior leaders as well, by the way. If they're starting to check their emails, if they're starting to leave the meeting for real quick side meetings because someone's come to the door and stuff, you've lost their engagement. A senior leader and an operator are very, very focused people. When they become unfocused, it means they've disengaged from your project. You need to grab them somehow and re-engage them. We'll cover that off in a different episode of Technology and Ops, but just want to warn you that if you find you're losing the engagement, you're kind of on, on, on thin ice at this point in time. You better figure it out, back up quickly, and just try to deal with the operational or the senior leadership story that you need their input on. Another piece that the senior leader and more the operator provide is really um, inspiration for the project. When you're working on a project and you see what it is that these people do without the technology you're working on, it's absolutely magical when you can imagine the, the capabilities and the change in operations that will occur when they adopt small changes due to technology. And I did say small changes. These tiny little changes that are, that are enabled by technology can have absolutely huge impacts in operations. The caveat I would say, I would throw out is you got to make sure that you're not doing too many changes. One, two, three changes in operations is big. They got to work on all the policy, the training, the concept of operations. They got to work on all across the board for that little change in technology. Feed it slowly. Get it in there. Try for some early wins. Get a couple things changed. Then you can start building that trust so that they'll accept more changes. But again, do it at like one, two, maybe three things at a time. So just uh, wanted to do a quick summary. Um, you've learned that there are really two key people for a project on, when you're doing technology and operations. And tech and ops is all about how do you keep that engagement with first responders, emergency managers, and military. Those two people are the senior leader and the operator. Without them, you're in a lot of trouble. With them, you can make a, take a technology project that is just okay and turn it into a project that is absolutely magically good. Um, I've seen projects that have a lack of or lack of engaged senior leaders and operators go anywhere from outright complete failure to delivering late to delivering mediocre, just tolerable results. People may call it a successful project, but everyone knows that it did not achieve the goals that, that, were, that were set for it. I've seen other projects, though, when they have the proper level of engagement of these people, um, be absolutely earth-changing. The, the, the change in operations is absolutely amazing, and the operators basically grab onto it and basically say, if you want to take this capability from me, you better fight for it. That's when you know you've really won a project. Again, without the senior leader and the operator involved, you're going to have a hard time getting there. So that's today's episode of Technology and Ops. Hope this has helped. Um, in the future, we'll talk a little bit about how do you engage and keep engaged, or horribly, horrible situation, how do you re-engage the senior leaders and the operators to make sure you can either recover a project, if you're already in one, or even beforehand, how do you plan to keep them, to engage them early and keep them engaged? I'll give you a hint. If you're meeting on a daily or weekly basis, you don't want to see the senior leader very often. Uh, every week or two or three is more in line. In the early days, you may go for weekly, but you want to spread that bit out. We'll cover that in more depth. Hope this has helped. Again, this is Daryl O'Donnell from Technology and Ops. Look forward to hearing from you soon.
Hey there, this is Daryl. I forgot to uh, record uh, information on how you can get more information about this. If you want to, head over to my website, uh, www.technologyinoperations.com slash subscribe. You should see that across the screen right now, but just in case you didn't hear it, you didn't get that, you're listening to the audio, uh, www.technologyinoperations.com slash subscribe. Look forward to serving you. Thanks.